0: Hi, everybody. I'm Faith, and I have Down syndrome, but our podcast is not really about that exactly.
1: And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Faith. Our podcast is about conversations and connections.
0: It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each
1: episode, Faith and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and when it comes up, disability.
0: Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody.
1: So let's get started. Hey, everyone. I'm Andrea Moore, one of your hosts for Everybody In, a podcast conceived and produced by the Wayfaring Band. And I have heard it told that faith is not about everything turning out okay. (laughs) Faith is about being okay, no matter how things turn out. Well, faith's about a lot of things. What else are you about? Everything. Everything. (laughs) All right. Tell us about who are you.
0: I'm Faith Badreen, and I am Andrea's co-host. And thank you, everybody, for listening.
1: Yes, thank you for tuning in. We're super excited. We've got a great show today with a great guest. Who are we chatting with today, Faith? Jordan Connect. Ooh, artist, musician, visionary. Jordan Connect is in the studio. Um, tell us a little bit about the format that you've got planned, Faith.
0: Well, um, so I, he and I are going Um, Back and forth um, between questions. So I'm going to ask him questions and he's going to ask me some surprise questions.
1: I mean, at this point, you're really just getting the hang of this whole living without any knowledge of what's coming. You're just totally okay being surprised. Yes, I am. You're brave. (laughs) We, We all admire you. So Jordan has cooked up God knows what. Faith is prepared for it, probably because she is full of faith. (laughs) <laughs> faith is full of faith um, You're going to ask him some questions He'll ask you some And we'll all get to know each other a little bit better Right Well let's do this Alright
0: So Jordan, tell me about yourself
2: Well, I Oh, that's a, that's a really broad question Good. <laughs> I do a lot of different things I have a lot of interests I play music I make visual art I do performances I run a publishing company And those are a lot of things that I like to do in my free time and that I have a lot of fun with. And then aside from that, I love cooking.
0: Nice. Nice. You and I. I (laughs) like cooking too. High
1: five for cooking. I have a a follow-up question to that. So, And just to get a little bit more info even about Jordan, tell us um, where do you live and just some other stuff about um, how people may have heard about you or interacted with your work. Sure,
3: yeah.
2: Well, I live currently in Denver, Colorado for two and a half weeks. <laughs> <and then I laughs> We're moved... barely <laughs> catching him, fade. <Faith. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to move to Chicago to be with my partner, Kate. And the way that people may have interacted with my work is that my publishing company, Adult Punk, is distributed nationally at different bookstores. And so you might have seen Art books at Kilgore Books in Denver, or oh, cool. at Mutiny Books, at different art museums. I've done work with the Denver Art Museum and the Contemporary Art Museum in Denver, um, with Boulder Contemporary Art Museum. I most recently did a performance piece with Black Cube Nomadic Museum in Denver, but they're they're they are nomadic, so they have a <laughs> lot of spaces.
0: Wow!
1: Just when you find them, they've gone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I maybe lastly I've worked. Uh, with redline pretty extensively and i've taught through them and i've done presentations and workshops they're really good friends
1: and that's pretty cool faith because some of the other artists and residents from some of our wayfaring band tours have been former artists and residents at redline as well so we have, I think, a few friends in common with Jordan, which is kind of cool. And then also, the Wayfaring Band is friends with the owner of Kilgore, John Kubler. Oh, I love John. Yeah, so that's really neat. I didn't realize that uh, hmm. that you had worked there, too. So some cool points of connection. What a bummer that he's moving to Chicago.
0: That's, I'm really glad you mentioned that <laughs> yeah. because I didn't know you were moving. I I have family in Chicago as well. Oh, cool. My dad was born in the south of Chicago.
2: Oh, so. wow. Do you visit a lot?
0: I do. Um, I just got back from Chicago before I came with the band. Mm. Um, my cousin was getting married. so
3: Cool.
2: How was that trip? Yeah.
0: It was fun. Uh, my cousin got married. Uh, it was fun watching her getting married. Um, so, just spend time with a lot of family. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was fun.
1: That'll so. be neat, though, because then maybe even Jordan can stay in touch. If you ever go back to Chicago to visit, maybe you can reach out and yeah
0: lunch
3: lunch that something. would be great
0: yeah <laughs> awesome well, it will be fun so good. Yeah. yeah so who is your best friend and why are they
2: so special to you oh that's a great question who is my best friend and why are they so special to me i think i have a lot of different best friends and so i'll i'll be brief but i'll name four people because there's a lot of people who
0: i understand yeah it's
2: sometimes hard <laughs> yeah um Kate, who I mentioned before, is one of my best friends, and I'm about to move in with her, which I'm really excited about, because <laughs> then I get to wake up and hang out with my best friend every day, and we get along really well. All of One thing that all my friends have in common is that I feel like they understand me, or if the, even if they don't, they accept me for who I am, and so that's really important. And my parents are two of my best friends. I... I'm really grateful that my parents are both my guardians, but also people who I just really enjoy hanging out with. So we've got Kate, my mom, my dad, and then my friend Jim, who, if Kate is my girlfriend, mm-hmm. Jim is my wife.
3: <laughs> 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 and
2: Jim and I have been together for 13 years as best friends. <laughs> we play music together. Um, There's times where we live in the same house. There's times where we live in completely different states. But no matter what, even if we don't talk for a year, we get together. And it's like no time has passed. Mm -hmm. And he and I are very different. And there's a lot of reasons that we shouldn't get along. But we've learned that we can accept our differences and work around them. And because of that, I think we'll be friends forever.
0: Nice. I like
1: that. And Faith, do you understand when uh, when Jordan was making the joke about his best friend being his wife? Does that <laughs> yeah, make I, sense to you? Yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny, just about spending so much time together and having that kind of like a long-term relationship for life, you know, that's really intimate and close. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Neat.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Do you have
1: any other questions for Jordan about his best friends?
0: Um. Not on the top of my head, right? I was kind now. of
1: thinking that it was surprising that he said his mom and dad. I've oh yes, did yes. you remember that? I yes, yeah. I do remember. Did that surprise you
0: too? That really surprised me mm-hmm. because I, um, I kind of feel the same way with oh, my wow. parents too. So, um, like, my dad is also my best friend too. Um, because when he picks me up. Because I I volunteer, Mm -hmm. and he's a director of the homeless shelter. But sometimes when we talk, he understands how I feel. Yeah. And he's always been very helpful. So I'm really glad you mentioned about your parents. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of sweet.
3: Yeah.
1: How do you think, Jordan, you made the leap from that sort of child-parent dynamic to... Being able to consider your parents best friends. Cause that's a cool thing that wouldn't happen if we were kids, right, Faith? It's mm-hmm. like thinking about when you're a child, we have, we need our parents to keep us safe. And it wouldn't feel, I, I don't, I think it's, it wouldn't be right for a parent to be a best friend when we're little kids and we need a, we need a parent. But when we're adults, things do shift. And how, how did you and your parents make that shift?
2: I think it was from how they raised me, where they always, were protecting me but they didn't try to in any way limit me they were always trying to support my interests while also supporting me being a good person so they Mm. would try to help me understand how I affected other people through my actions but it was in a way where my parents weren't speaking down to me they were speaking to me with respect and it was, I knew that they knew more than me, but they also gave me a sense of autonomy and a sense of being able to make my own decisions, knowing that they helped guide the decisions, mm-hmm. but they never, they never treated me like I was less than them. So I think it helped as I grew up to then feel like they were my peers and my friends but also in the way that your friends can tell you, "Hey, don't do that. That's stupid." <laughs> or something <laughs> like that.
3: <laughs>
1: That's a good friend, right, who will give you that feedback. Yeah. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. And cool. I'm really glad you mentioned how you said you have a list of best friends. Yeah. Um I I kind of have a list too. <laughs> Who's on your list? Well, um Well, Jenny McConville is on my list. Mm. She's also my best friend. Um, And there's another best friend, but he lives in San Francisco. Mm. Um, His name is Danny. Uh, We've been best friends ever since um, elementary school and high school. So we kind of grew up in elementary school together. So... um. So I'm friends with his family and he's friends with my family. Okay. He he has a brother who's best friends with my brother. So it's like a a very strong friendship. Yeah. So Did you
2: grow up in San Francisco?
0: Um no, but my mom did. Okay. So, yeah.
1: But Danny and you grew up here in Denver, right? And then Danny moved to San Francisco. Right. Yes. Right, okay. So
0: Danny and I grew up here. I was living in Holland's Ranch of Denver. Um, he did too before he moved, um, but it was very hard yeah. at first. Um, but at least everything worked out just fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but when we were out there with the band... Um, I introduced Andrea to Danny.
1: When the Wayfaring Band went to San Francisco, right? Yes. We got a chance yes. to meet Danny. And actually, he joined us for a meal in Chinatown. Yes. So we had a re- we had a feast, and Danny was there. Mm-hmm. That was pretty special. Oh, that sounds yeah.
2: amazing. That was cool.
0: So I was kind of happy when he met them. So um, so now we can still be in touch. Yes. so He's also going to be the... A special guest of the podcast. Oh, cool. Pretty soon, right?
1: Eventually. Yes. We have to find out a lot about other people's best friends, but then we thought eventually we'll have to interview Faith's best friend. That'll be a special
3: guest. right? Oh, that's going to yeah. be so cool.
0: Yeah. And usually when he comes out, he comes out for Thanksgiving or Christmas. We hang out sometimes. Yeah. So, um, but sometimes for a best friend, it's like they're more than a best friend. They're like, uh, a second sister or a second brother. Yeah. So, and that's kind of, that's how I feel with Danny. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's beautiful when your friends feel like your family.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's how I think with the way band as well. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Should so, we yeah. hear
1: what Jordan's first question
0: for you is? Yes, please. Okay. All right.
2: So I have two questions that relate to each other and I'll ask one and then my next question will be the follow-up. Got it. Um, and my friend told asked me these questions and I thought they were very interesting because they're kind of complicated, but they can also be very simple. So the first question is, what is something that you are very bad at that you love doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um can you break it down a little bit, mm-hmm. if you don't mind?
2: For an example, I am very bad at learning new things. I'm clumsy and I I am not I'm not good at all at learning new things, but I love learning new things even though sometimes it can be embarrassing or sometimes I I look like a fool as I'm learning something. Mm-hmm. Um, say someone teaches me how to cut food in a new way, I will be the worst at doing that way of cutting the food while I'm learning it, and then maybe I get better, but I still love learning it. Mm-hmm. Someone else told me singing was something that was one answer they are very bad at singing, but they love singing
0: well, as far well for that question, I don't think. I'm really bad at it, but um, but the only thing is um, I have a, a music director who's very helpful mm-hmm. and he helps me to sing better. Mm-hmm. so um, let's
1: push a little bit on this one though. this is a juicy question, faith. <laughs> so let's think about something that you are bad at and and let's let's start with that. so it could be some people are bad. And it, it's not like bad, like awful, terrible, the worst in the world, but it's just like maybe we wish we were a little better like dancing. I'm OK at dancing, but I wish I could be better or um, like using a power saw. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't think I should be trusted with that on the first try. I might need a lot more support. Um, so is there any some? is there something you've tried to do in the past, but it was really hard and you didn't feel very good at it?
0: I'm really glad you mentioned that. Um, yes, in the past, um, it was hard because I, I used to have a job. Mm-hmm. I was good at it. Um, but it was hard leaving that job hmm. because I, I was there for three years. I was Employee of the Month. Oh, wow. It was great. Um, but the hardest thing, it was leaving because um, it's kind of personal. But so we
1: can just say for this one, we could just say for this one that things changed in your life and it wasn't a good fit anymore. Yes. Does that sound good? Yes. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Th- thank you for asking that question. Absolutely. So
1: well, and maybe in that case, because that. But for you,
0: Andrea, that that really helped. Yeah,
1: good. Well, and so, you know, for Jordan's question about something you're bad at, it sounds like you were actually really good at that job, which is awesome, because you, you don't get employee of the month for nothing, right? So that right. means you're probably good at it. But maybe something that's hard is letting go. Yes. It can be hard to let go. It can be hard to change. It can be hard, um, like, I'm not very good at letting go.
0: I'm I'm really glad you mentioned <laughs> that. Um, well, it's also hard. I know it's hard for you to let go to Andrea. Oh, sure. But... This is about
1: me now. I think Jordan asked you. I know. I
0: know. I was making a sample. <laughs> 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 but for me, um, I forgot what I was talking about.
1: Well, and that's okay. It sounds like. But so the question was about things that you're bad at, but that you really like doing anyway. So it could be like dancing or swimming or silly things too, mm-hmm. you know, like cooking. I mean, it sounds like Jordan says he likes to cook and you said you do too. But like for me, I'm not really that good at cooking, but every now and then it's fun to try. But I'm the kind of person who would put five different kinds of cereal in one bowl and just eat a mixture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you can think of like that? That's maybe a little sillier.
3: Mm. <laughs> um, I don't think so. No. No.
2: One thing I like about this particular question is that it makes people, makes it okay to not be good at everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I, yeah. I'm, so, I'm I'm also hard sometimes to let go. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I say that, because I'm trying so hard to not struggle so much. I'm Like, I'm trying to do my best to, you know, just let it go. But it's so damn hard, Mm -hmm. you know. It's so hard. Like, I can't, I need to stop thinking about it for one second. And I keep telling myself, you just need to let it go. And, but it just seems so...
2: Does it feel relieving when you can let it go? Yes. Oh, so maybe that's your answer. Hmm. That sometimes something that you're not great at is letting things go. But when you can let go, you really enjoy it or you you feel hmm. the benefits.
0: Well, yes. I'm trying to get everything to help me to let it go. Um, I just say, like, don't think about it so much, mm-hmm. you know. It, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. I just... You know, like it's it's a mess for me. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I'm very hard of doing.
3: Yeah, so.
2: absolutely. Yes. I appreciate your honesty with your answers.
3: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: this so. is good. I'm. It's good to hear you talk about the boundary thing because I know it's something we've talked about before, and I think that's hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are something everyone struggles with. Back to the podcast theme when we talk about being the same and being different, I think. Struggling with keeping boundaries is one way that we're all the same, for sure. Absolutely. At least for me, that's definitely something that's true for me, too.
3: Yeah.
0: And that's why I was, that's why I need to talk to myself a little bit Mm -hmm. and making sure it's going to be okay, just let it go. Mm -hmm. Like.
1: Yeah. mm -hmm. Do you remember, Faith, last week when uh, we were talking about surrender as our band practice? Yes. Do you remember, what did you do with your... Remember how you were... Can you tell Jordan about where we were when we were really having to think about surrender? Remember Um, with...
0: Yeah, yeah, it was raining. Um, We were at the falls, right? Yeah,
1: we were at the waterfalls in Linville Falls on the Blue Ridge Parkway.
0: Right. And Mm -hmm. so we were talking about surrender. And so when it it was raining, um, Andrea was saying, like, surrender and we just need to let it go so it's like feeling the fresh air saying ah that feels <laughs> so good even
1: though we were soaking wet <laughs> yes. there is no hope and that's what but i think of at least
0: i had a good time of being wet and it feels like it's washing away yeah. yeah So
3: that's it yeah awesome
1: let's take a break and we'll get back to this conversation in just a few minutes The Wayfaring Band is not a rock and roll band, are we, Faith? mm So what type of band are we?
0: We are a band of travelers.
1: Travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band takes original, transformative adventures that include adults with and without cognitive and developmental disabilities. But anybody can come on a trip with us, right, Faith? Yes. Like who? Everybody. Like everybody? Yes. Well, as long as they're a grown-up. Yes. They have to be a grown-up, because we work with adults. Well, in
0: the adult... Do- Everybody, An
1: adult everybody. So if you're an adult everybody, you're welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour. If you're a caregiver, a student, a teacher, a professional, an activist, an interested adult everybody community member, all of you are welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Faith?
0: Learn more at www.thewayfaringband.com.
1: Welcome back. Well, are you ready to ask Jordan your second question?
0: Yes, I am. <clears throat> so, let us see here. Do you ever feel like you're left out?
2: Yes. I feel like I'm left out a lot. And I have felt that way ever since I was very young. Because growing up, I knew that there was something about me that was different from everyone that I was around. And I didn't know why and I still don't entirely know why what I've learned is that the way that I process the world is very different from everyone around me and so even even to the point where I would say different words than everyone else around me and people would make fun of me for saying the word strange and said, while everyone else said the word weird and I couldn't see any distinction between them. That's a very simple example, but I remember being a young kid and feeling left out from everyone, but also I had a lot of different interests growing up, and I've always had very different interests. No matter where I am a part of, I never quite fit in, and that's something that I've learned to be proud of because it makes me who I am, and it's and I'm, I love who I am, but it, when I play music, My music often doesn't quite fit in, and when I make art, it's often hard for me to find people who make similar art or art for similar reasons, and so I might feel left out, but it's something that has also helped me enjoy my own company, because I spend the most amount of time with me, and so if I start, like we were talking about before, being able to talk with yourself and have conversations with yourself. I've learned that I really enjoy my own company and so that has helped me feel less left out because I always at least have actually maybe that answers your first question again I think one of my best friends is myself as well mm. and so I'm always with my best friend
0: mm. no matter what right good <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's really good huh yeah that's very that's cool nice did you relate to any of the stuff that, that Jordan was saying about feeling different or feeling left out sometimes?
0: Yeah. Um. So for being a little kid, you felt like... Um, can you mention a little bit, if you don't mind?
3: Yeah, of being a
2: little kid and feeling left out? Yeah. Um. Of what I said before, or elaborate more?
0: Okay.
1: Do you want him to repeat... What yeah. he
0: said before? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what this meaning.
2: Yeah. So when I was little, I didn't fit in because I had different interests. And I also, I ate different food than everyone I grew up with. Um, my parents let me do different things than everyone else. And so I always felt like I was left out just for very small things. But all the kids were one way and I was a different way. Where I just thought we were all kids, but all those little differences made, were a big deal to everyone else. Mm-hmm.
1: So sometimes it sounds like what Jordan's saying, Faith, is he would use a word and all the other kids would use a different word. Or he would eat a food and all the other kids would eat a different food. Or he would play a game and all the other kids would, eat, would play a different game. Mm-hmm. And so he felt like he is wasn't...
0: That, is that what you're saying is weird? Or something? Well, I
2: think yeah. Well, I would use the word strange. Strange. I, yeah, right. and everyone else said, "Oh, that," but that's weird. And I said, "But it means the same thing. So why does it matter?" But mm-hmm. they all said weird, and I said strange, and it was a big oh, deal to them. I get it. So yeah. they
1: okay. thought he was weird for <laughs> <Yeah>. saying strange. <laughs> yeah, you know, but they mean the same well, thing.
0: Well, yeah, that's
1: yeah. what I'm going to say. Uh huh. So. Um. So, do you relate faith to when you think about being little and? Making different choices than other kids, does that feel similar to anything that you went through?
0: Well, when I was a kid, um
3: I think um,
0: it wasn't it wasn't like that, you know, um, I just remember you know like I like writing. On my little juju train, you know, and like some kids have bikes, some kids have tutu trains or something, um, and or some kids has like a little tricycle behind their bike, you know, and that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually don't feel left out when I was a little kid but I, I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. sometimes. um, Sometimes I can feel a little pouty. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the kids in my neighborhood will say, like, my faith, don't don't pout, you know? Mm. It's not okay. And, like, I'm not pouting. I'm just doing my own thing. Hmm. So, but every time when they tell me the saying Faith, don't pout, I can't. I'm not pouting. I'm not, I'm not like crabby. Mm-hmm. I'm not like pouting. It's just. Sometimes I get really confused sometimes.
3: Yeah.
0: You know? But sometimes I do feel left out, like being confused or being pouty. Mm-hmm. So, um,. I just don't like that word, mm. being pouty. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Mm. So,
3: mm. Yeah.
0: But thank you for asking that question.
3: Absolutely. Because thank
0: that, you. That just brought me some really difficult, um, I, I, I don't know why they say that mm-hmm. for no reason. So, yeah.
2: yeah. I can relate to that. I think that's those are the times where I feel left out where I don't understand why some why someone is saying something, and I think it's the feeling of not understanding that makes me feel left out.
0: Mm. Like for being, like, pouty or, some, or mm-hmm. confused or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, what I hear you both saying is talking about feeling different. Like, a group of people all want to do things one way, but if you don't, want to do it that way or you that's not not how you would behave then it's like oh I feel like the the odd person out you know like I had that in elementary school there was a group of girls that were really big on gymnastics and dance and on recess we'd always like get organized into groups of a b c and the a group were all the girls who could really do Backflips and roundoffs and all that stuff. And then there was then the girls organized the next ones into B group, and then there was C group, which was everyone else. And I was in C group for everything in recess because I. Is not C
0: with the girls and the boys?
1: The boys weren't really playing these games with us. The boys were playing other games at recess during that time. But it was like the popular girls were basically saying. Hey, you're in the A group if you know how to do a round off or, you know, cartwheels and backflips and stuff like that. And you're in the B group if you're like learning, but you're okay. And you're in the C group if you're basically not good at any of these things. And so but a, a bunch of us stayed hanging out with them, even though we were in the C group. And even though they didn't like us very much, we still, I think, hung out with them in like third or fourth grade because it felt like the alternative was to be so uncool you know, that it was like we would be completely rejected. And C group was already a rejection, you know, <laughs> but we still like played with them because we were afraid of being even more left out. And I I think, you know, that's one of the things I like about being adult. It, it, You know, it happens to adults too in different ways. But one of the things that I like about being an adult is that I don't feel as trapped by what other people think about me, you know, and I, I feel like for me, it's okay to be different now. Yeah. And I have more confidence being different now than I did when I was a little kid.
3: hmm
1: You know?
0: Yeah. I'm really glad you mentioned that because I, when I was a little, well, I think it's like ever since high school, you know, like, uh, like there's, you know, how we, you know, the model of everybody in.
3: hmm
0: Well, that's how I felt in high school. 'Cause we were like in the hallways, everybody in mm. and it's so crowded, like people behind me is like pushing me mm. to go through. So it felt like I need to push back to keep, you know, going to class mm. and making sure I don't be late. So but I I remember being a part of this special ed. Um when I had my class with my friends with disability it made me feel kinda different mm. because i sometimes I feel kind of mad at God for creating me this way um i just I just feel so different of having this disability. Like, I, I like what I am now, but I I, sh- I just have no words of that.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: So, um. again, there's no <laughs> words I can yeah. say. So.
3: I can relate to that.
0: Yeah.
2: There's been plenty of times where I wish that I was made a different way and where I wish that especially when I was younger that there was that I was more like everyone else but what I've learned is that no one is like anyone else and I think that's helped me feel more comfortable what do you think has helped you feel more comfortable
0: well (laughs) ever since high school it made me very comfortable uh, being with my friends um learning new things um, being with my teachers, learning something, um, eating lunch with all my friends was nice, especially with my friends um, who have with a disability. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Maybe it's because I wanted to eat lunch with somebody else. You mm-hmm. know, like for Danny, for instance. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's why I did, yeah. and I. Speaking of the boundaries, I I didn't have time to have a boyfriend by then mm-hmm. and because I was being focused on my schoolwork, my grades, my friends, everything I needed, mm-hmm. and it was great. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like being a grown-up and when I was crossing boundaries, it feels like I need to... You know, stand up for myself and say, just think about high school. Think about high school. And you don't have to think about it so much.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's how I felt ever since then. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well,
1: one thing I heard you say there, Faith, that I could relate to was looking for friends and just people who you felt connected to yes. to make it easier. Um, and,
0: they, and friends like that, does make it easier, it does, and better.
1: Yeah, being a part of something. Yes, I think. you know, in in high school, I think maybe your high school is okay. the same way, or all of our high schools were probably the same way because it's like a joke in the movies that all high schools are like this, but that they're so separated by, you know, the preps and the stoners and the skaters <laughs> and the artists and the the academic kids, you know. Um, and I don't think that's changed very much from what I've heard in terms of like what it's like to go to school now. But I know for me, like eating lunch, that's a really good example of a time when I think some of us feel really close to the people we're close to and really separate from the people we're different from, you know, like there were like really intense, almost rules around who you could eat lunch with. No, it's not written down. It's not a rule that anybody says out loud, but we had a couple different cafeterias at my high school, and one cafeteria was where all the preppy kids ate, and one cafeteria was where everybody else ate. Yeah. But even in that one, it was still, like, different tables. Like, the artists hung out here, and the skaters hung out here. and <laughs> You know, and it's just... But that is... I. It always was easier to find, like, a, a tribe of people that were more like me. I think that... I hear that similarity with what you're saying to it. Yeah. To
3: what I was saying, too.
0: And also being... Between strange or weird, um, I don't think people will say, "Well, you're strange. You're weird." Of riding a tutu train or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Like I don't, I don't care of being strange. I don't care of being weird. Yeah, that's just who I am.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe it's because I want to ride on my tutu train. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. is that how you felt?
2: Yeah. I recently, I've been working with middle school students and one came up to me and I, I showed her a photo. I just cut off my hair. I had very long hair, about her length, and it, I showed her a photo of me holding my ponytail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she
2: said, Jordan you are really weird. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, yeah, but we already all knew that. <laughs> and, and she just laughed at me.
1: <laughs> uh, that's kind of funny because I just cut all my hair off, didn't I, Faith? And yes. what did I do? I took my hair and I had it braided and then I turned it into art. Ooh. And I made art with the braid. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll show you the picture. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. That's it. Some (laughs) people
1: donate their hair to locks of love. That's a beautiful thing to do. Artists are already have a plan for their hair. Some other plan. I
2: may or may not have just packed a shopping bag with my ponytail into a box to move to Chicago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do not let Kate open that box. Uh Um, Well, should we let Jordan ask you another question? Yes, please.
2: All right. So before I said that my question was a two parter. And the first question is, what are you bad at that you really love? And the second part is, what are you very good at doing that you don't particularly enjoy?
3: Mm. Hmm. Can you explain that to me?
2: Yeah. Um, one way that someone answered is that they were very good at talking to strangers, mm. but they didn't really enjoy it. And the reason I like these two questions is one asks people to admit what they're bad at, but acknowledges that everyone is bad at something and that that's okay. And then the other one is acknowledging that there are things that we are naturally inclined to do that we are born good at that we don't enjoy. And so that sometimes being good at something doesn't mean that you actually like it. And thinking about how those two um, can complement each other, but also how they kind of conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. So thinking about something that you are just naturally good at, but that when you do it, you don't actually really
3: like it.
0: Right. Well, I'm really glad you mentioned about the stranger part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if we see a stranger saying, hi, or how are you? Um And it's fine, but it's kind of feel a little awkward, Mm. you know? It's because we don't know that person. So I. It's. I'm good at talking Mm -hmm. to people. um, But a part of my experience with strangers, um, maybe I'm just really bad at trusting. Mm. That stranger. Yeah. So, maybe I didn't even learn enough about that. Mm. Not even since high school. We didn't talk about strangers at all. Yeah. You know, like, <clears throat> part of the yearbook is saying, like, they need to teach us about strangers. And they need they need to tell us you can't just trust them, mm. and that's how I felt when part of my experience. Yeah, and I felt really bad. Feels <laughs> um, like I'm going to cry, but I'm trying so hard. <laughs> oh,
2: you can you can do whatever you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also hard too, you know that cry because i know i'm i'm laughing and it's hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. to cry i
2: feel like there's a thin line between those two Mm -hmm. what's that between laughing and crying i think they're very Mm -hmm. similar Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. often when i'm crying i realize it probably sounds like i'm laughing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i never knew that
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it, it sounds like you're saying that you're actually pretty good at talking with strangers which i agree with we had we didn't meet before this and I feel like you're very good at having conversation, but that there's a part of it that is that you don't enjoy because you don't know if you can trust them and you don't know a lot about them. Right. And that's a great answer.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I kind of learned and that's how I felt when my experience was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt like I just can't understand about strangers Mm -hmm. and not knowing what they're going to do.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Other action. And I knew and I was like, I I didn't see this coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I should have known better. And I kind of feel stupid.
2: Oh. Mm -hmm. I think that's one part that is all the same. That so many times we're i've had I can relate to feeling stupid because you didn't know or because I didn't know, but then when I think about that every that's how anyone has ever learned anything mm. and I think not knowing is something that should never be punished, and Why? that 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 goes for ourselves as well that a lot of times I can't get down on myself for not knowing because you can't be born knowing something, mm. so the only way you can learn it is through not knowing it. And then having something that shows you how it is. Mm-hmm. And I can relate a lot to feeling stupid. But the more that I learn that I don't know, the more that I give myself permission to not know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I really liked how you said your best friend is yourself.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that really inspired me. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that really touched me a lot. Too, because <laughs> I that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. You know, like my best friend is me, you know. I just need to relate of saying like having a conversation talking to myself. Yeah. And how everything is going to be okay. That's just life. Yeah. You know, when I was talking when I was talking to Connor um on this trip, he was saying like that's life. And when that struck me, it felt like, I was like, oh, okay, they really told me something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, I know it's life, but, everything is not fair. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, not fair is part of life. Yeah. And I know that, but, it just, it's really hard. Yeah, it sucks. For me. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sucks
2: that life is not fair. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's how I feel. It really sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: yeah.
2: I'm glad we can laugh about that it sucks, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because I think that's something that's also that everyone can relate to, that life is not fair, and it kind of, it sucks that it's not fair, but it's not fair for all of us. Mm-hmm. And so, that we have in common.
1: Yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. That's really true. And you know, there was a woman I knew who I really admire who told me once she said, Oh, I think that you're confused that accepting something means you have to like it. And I was really blown away because I was like, Yes, I am confused about that. Because I did think that in order to accept something as true and real, I had to be okay with it. And what she helped me understand was, it's okay to accept that something is real, accept the reality And still think it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's a good, that's what I hear you talking about, you know, is that it's just like life is not fair and I accept that that's true and I don't like it. But why is
0: that hard?
1: It's, well, for me, I think it's hard because it's hard to feel like maybe some things are happening to me that are worse than other people. But then when I talk to other people, sometimes I hear that they feel that way too. And then I don't feel alone and different things happen to us. You know, I, I guess I want to sort of say one of the things we're sort of talking around is trauma yeah. is bad, bad things that happen. And, and that, and some things that happen to some people are worse. They are worse. They're really bad. And, and what I like faith, you know, I think you're really, I've known you a long time and so I've really seen a lot of growth for you in this area. But what I like about um, how you're sharing part of your story today is I think you're using some good examples about what it feels like to have gone through something and still understanding, you're talking about boundaries, still understanding like how to keep some things personal, but not a secret. Because like for me, not everything has to be a secret. Secrets can, I think, keeping secrets... um, It's
0: like secrets like you're lying.
1: Sometimes, and sometimes it's just painful because I think, at least for me, if I keep secrets, I feel alone. And so I don't, for myself, want to keep secrets, but I do think it's okay to have some things be private. Private and secret aren't the same thing. So I think what what I like is I think you're doing a really nice job right now of having it be okay to be a little private, but not having to keep a secret. And that's, what's allowing you. I'm witnessing you connect with Jordan right now about this. Um, and I'm seeing how much you have in common about agreeing that life's not always fair and that it sucks (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and that we can even laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Even though some really painful things have happened, you know, that, that are really, that more than suck, that are really bad and, and painful. Right, But thanks for sharing about your perspective on that faith. I really do appreciate hearing it. And I think we all appreciate kind of that balance that you're trying to strike. Um, I, I'm thinking about about some other territory we could get into. I think we could explore a little bit more about you and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to ask Jordan one more question? Yes. OK. You have something in mind. I do. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and let's move on and and thanks again for sharing that from before, but if if you're ready, let's go ahead and ask Jordan your next question.
0: Okay. Um so every mm-hmm. so everybody needs some help sometimes, right? Yeah. So um do you so what do you need help with?
3: A lot of
2: times I find myself feeling too serious about something. Mm. And then i need help being silly mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's something like that.
1: yeah <laughs> that's a high five yeah. for the yeah. statement yeah
2: there's i think kate helps me a lot because right now when i'm moving i feel stressed and i feel too serious and i when i worry about something i feel too serious but then if kate can make me laugh that's i need help laughing and And remembering that even when things feel very heavy and things feel very serious, that they can also be fun or that I can have fun in between and that I can feel both ways. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I need help is Mm -hmm. getting out of my own way.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of know how you feel because (laughs) sometimes like we just need to laugh a little Mm -hmm. sometimes. And I totally relate what you just said. Um, and it's always good to be re- reminded. Yeah. So, um, it's always good to laugh a little. But sometimes I feel a little serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, um, sometimes it feels, um, people is like laughing at me. Like, they'll laugh at me. Like, oh, I'm so cute for doing this or doing that. Or, um, they're just laughing what I said. And I'm always really serious. Mm-hmm. So thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, um, I totally relate that. So mm-hmm. I that's know exactly how you
1: feel. Yeah, that's funny. This is a, a room full of serious people who all kind <laughs> of need help laughing. And it's funny because I'm like, here we are laughing and having a good time. But Faith and I have, have on this podcast, even Faith, we've talked about that before, about being women who are serious and who are more likely to get angry, you know, or something, but need help just taking it easy and, like, cracking up a little bit sometimes. Yeah,
0: Um, and I think... It can be hard. Yeah. But also, like, what you just said about Kate, you know, like, I think she's a good person for you to understand or be silly sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) So, I I do that a lot too. Yeah.
2: It's good to have people who can... Can lighten the mood.
0: Yeah, right. Faith, and
1: do you have someone like that in your life who helps lighten your
0: mood? Yes, um, a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, um, but also right now because we're laughing. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. and and it feels good. Mm-hmm, so. Yeah. Nice. And for people here, it makes me feel comfortable.
3: So that's good
1: so um i think that that's all the time we have jordan thank you so much for being with us
0: yes thank you
2: thank you for having me this has been a really nice conversation
0: yes it was (laughs) thanks a lot
1: Everybody in is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Ta ta for now.